Welcome to Small Town Radio, the show with the biggest facts about the smallest towns. I'm your host, Maxim, and this is your host, uh, Connor. That's right, but yeah. you can call him Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, we had a discussion, and we're going to be uh, more personable, and apparently that means saying your name. I, I yeah. don't get how having people know you and having people know your name are the same thing, but apparently it's going to be good for us here. Yeah. Um, I also realized this week that the Connor not saying his name is an inside joke, but even I don't know the origins (laughs) of it. So it might be hard to get into the show and listen and be like, what's going on? Then you investigate for 15 episodes and you're like, I still don't know what's going on. You just explained it. We just gave people a reason to listen to all 15 episodes and try and figure it out. So, uh, I guess it's true. I guess our cover's blown. Our cover is blown. We've been outed. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, so we got our welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome um, to the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at st radio pod, um, and shout us out and do other stuff. We have our mailbag up top now because people have been engaging with us. You know, yeah. we're engaged. Yeah, we've been really engaged. No ring yet. <laughs> Please send it our way. But if, if you like it, you should have put a town on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. Uh, we've been getting a lot of feedback from people. It's been it's been awesome. Um, we're going to start with some our new five-star reviews. We got an Apple podcast, we, right? We got a, a number of, a number as in two. Five no, we have we got four more five star reviews from last time we checked it out. Well, five star ratings. Five star ratings, not we, five. We got two reviews and four ratings. Yeah. And reminder, if you write us a, a five star review, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. For I, free. It was really funny because our episode that hasn't gone out yet, that's gonna go out a week f- prior to this episode going out. We explain all the sticker stuff, but mm-hmm. we're basically out of stickers. Yeah, we I mean I ordered fifty more, so by the time this episode comes out. I will have 50 more stickers. Time travel. Isn't it fun, folks? Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, so if you if you want a sticker, remember, they're, they're $3 if you just want to buy one. Um, if you send in photos of you at a town or just photos of a town we talked about on the show, if you give us a town suggestion that we do on the podcast, or if you leave us a five-star review, we'll give you a sticker for free. And I'm happy to do it. Um we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love the engagement. You guys have been great. Yes, it is. Uh, speaking of engagement, I just got a, um, uh, we posted our, our voting poll a little bit late last week. Um, yeah. It's which means we posted it now. Uh, uh, right before we're recording this. And, and uh, uh, oh, just a heads up. Now is Super Bowl Sunday. So this is a special Super Bowl episode. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Despite it coming. Clashing helmets, shoulder pads, knees, bodies, pigskin. Flags. Flags. Thrown on the field. Well, one of our stories, speaking of reaction, that was the the way it was tying in. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, one of our options for our, shame, our show name is brought to you by friends who don't listen. Yeah. And our good buddy Alex responded with a laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a friend who doesn't listen, but he was on the show. He was on the show, so he had to listen to that episode. So we are the real victors. Uh, but <laughs> maybe he's one of the people that gave us a five-star review. There are two we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Anything can happen this week. Anything. Anyone? Well, we'll get into our show. Either today. team could win. Yes. 
we don't know by the time this comes out this is one thing that always was funny about super bowl episodes because when i listen to podcasts they always come out a week late so people are like it's the super bowl who knows where your bets and then by the time you listen to the episode you're like oh man they were gonna be disappointed when they find out i feel like i meant to bring this up because i thought about it we should talk about the super bowl like we know what happened because it's a week later we we why don't we just say we know what happened even though they now know we don't know so that they can be in on the game let's just talk about it like it happened suspend your disbelief folks yeah so uh, uh well we can do that once we get into the yeah, episode yeah let's uh let's, let's go and take care of the stuff we told ourselves yeah. we'd take care yeah. of <laughs> to-do list and okay so five star reviews first one uh these are gonna be accompanied by shout outs to the people who writ- wrote them the first one uh, we received uh last week was from one of my good friends from Denver, Derek Moore. So shout out to Derek. Uh, the title of the review is where else would I learn about small towns? Question. <laughs> Wikipedia, just Wiki- like us. Wikipedia. <laughs> yep. Uh, the review says funny podcast with a lot of great in parentheses, useless information on small <laughs> towns. The hosts are energetic. And I heard one of them was a cyborg. <laughs> you don't, you don't get that, but that one's me. Oh, I would have I, guessed me. Cause I have no, no feelings this is this is a joke from my friend group from like 2012 11 like a long time ago and because i was really in like cyberpunk and tron and blade runner like those are my things and Uh they they started calling me the cyborg and one of my friends actually made a facebook page that was stop max allen from becoming a cyborg with my face edited onto the irobot robot with one of those like no like red no symbols that should have a name over it like I don't know. So, yeah. The, huh. I see. I just didn't keep friends when I moved to New York. Wow. So I said, get out. (laughs) You're definitely that type of person (laughs) that just throws their friends away. That's a personal inside story of me. We're trying to be more personable. (laughs) Connor's Connor's (laughs) upset that he has to be more personable on the show. (laughs) I'm doing my part, though, for the environment of this podcast. I could do more for the larger environment in the world but yeah um so yeah that one good. that one uh five star review by derek so thank, thank you, you so derek. much derek uh, i sent him a sticker hopefully by the time this comes out he's received his sticker and posts about it on the ig page yep please keep shouting us out we, it'll be an endless cycle of shout outs uh we love you guys uh, the next next review we got is from Amelia Graves, which I believe is someone that you coached because she referred to you as Coach K. Yeah. So the story was uh, I did coach Amelia, mm-hmm. uh, great runner. I uh, went to Pinkerton, which we talked about in the last episode. Is that all this person is to you? Just a great runner, not a great person. Well, I, I knew her as an, a student athlete. Um, she's not nice, but she's a great she's, runner. She's very nice, very friendly. Um, but so she <laughs> she reached out to me and. I guess I didn't, I wasn't following her on Instagram or something like that. And she um, was like, Hey, I heard about the stickers. How do I get one? And I thought she messaged our, our personal, our, our Instagram account, but she messaged my personal podcast, one. Yeah. And I said, Hey Amelia, this is coach K. And she like, and then explained it. And she goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she hit up the podcast after yeah. I posted the photos of me sending them out. She was like, so all I got to do is get is write a five star review and I get a sticker. And I yes. was like, you gotcha. Yes, like, that's what you all should do. You got it. Um, yeah. So this is uh, Amelia Graves. Um, Graves. I don't want to call her Coach A because that doesn't make sense. But because uh, she was an athlete. She, uh, she was an A athlete. She was a, a this is double A, 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 a Amelia the athlete. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, title, An Entertaining Wild Ride. Ooh. Ooh. Wild Ride, not Run. Um, <laughs> the comedian hosts Maxim and The Nameless. Okay. See, she you gets the joke. One. She gets it. She gets the joke. Take you on a couple trips to different towns in each episode. It is humorous to not only hear about the random facts, but to also hear the many other random things the hosts talk about. From Hampstead, from Hampstead New Hampshire... To rocks, engineering, and the greatest cat, Pickles. Shout out to my cat. Uh, um, small town radio is a great way to start and end your day. Start where it says, start here, and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that last bit, because she caught on, because those first three episodes before start here were a little rocky, a little experimental. Yeah. But now that we're... I, the, the podcast is growing. It'll take time for us to fully settle in, get our vibe in, but... I think we're we're, clo- we're closing in. I think we were very formal, informal before. Now we're getting more into it. But I, I liked how much she picked up on the inside jokes. Yeah, and she then, definitely listened yes, to the podcast because we got so if we were correctly nameless. That's me. Um, Rock fact. That's actually episode one. Yeah, I feel like I was still on board. You got uh, turned off by some people's comments uh, about being a rock boy, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> the engineering one. That's specifically from the one you were like, oh, I talked way too much about engineering, but it's memorable. And then the cat pickles, which was in very memorable. So, so that's very good. That was a great review. Yeah. Thank you, Amelia. Your review is awesome and you should have a sticker by now. Um, So thank you so much. Remember, same thing. Leave us a five star review. Rate us all that. Um, I thought you said same thing. I needed to say thank you. That's another thing I should do if I'm going to be more personable. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. <laughs> Honestly, you guys have been so great in supporting us. Um, I would say really appreciate all of you. Our listener amount is low, but for the amount of listeners we have, like week to week, which is about 40 uh, right now, mm-hmm. our, we're, we probably have like 10 people or so engaging with us every week. So about a quarter of our listener base. Yeah, it's weekly. It's awesome. Which is really, is really cool. It makes me feel like I'm a big shot podcast guy, even though we're a small shot, town. small town podcast guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's great. Like seriously, this is one of the coolest things I do. I am excited every week to come and record and then put out the episode and edit and like do more. Oh, you're excited about media. editing? I'm not going <laughs> to pretend. I'm, okay. I, I've been really enjoying editing because it's a skill I want to get better at and I can tell every, like every time I do it, I improve. And the big thing it boils down to is just the time management. Yep. So like last, last episode we recorded, then I had you send me the episode immediately. And then mm-hmm. that night I edited the first 30 minutes of the hour long episode. And then two more n- nights during the week, I edited 15 more minutes, which really put it into manageable chunks where I wasn't just spending a whole evening doing it. That's that's what I'd like to do, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I'm editing this week, this episode. Yeah, but so it's going to be extra long. That's how it works. <laughs> it's a man. No, we've uh, I want to break it down into more manageable chunks. I've been thinking a lot about time management, and like self-care. I have definitely overbooked myself mm-hmm. uh, recently, but I... We'll get it done as I always do. Does part of your is part of your self care using that nice soap I got you? I pulled it out. I pulled it out yesterday. I'm almost <laughs> done my other stuff, so I'm I'm excited. Maxim got me soap, by the way. I brought him soap from Colorado. I got him a map which ended up being mine, and he got me soap to say my gift stinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny because I was like, I'm gonna get you a gift too, and he was like, What is it? Deodorant? Because I roasted him for like not having deodorant or something. That was our first remember. commercial. Yeah, and then and. 
I like actually got him soap because I get my soap from this place in in Idaho Springs, which makes like handmade soaps. And I really like them. And so I went home, got some for me, got some for Connor and a couple of other friends. And I was like, it's funny because I don't want him to think I'm saying you're dirty, but but this is nice soap. You should use it. <laughs> no, I appreciate nice soap. I used to be, uh, I used to be better for the environment. All him. Well, uh, we're still on. We're still on. So we've done our reviews. Now we have listener mail. Um, we got some stuff like we got some stuff through social media, Twitter. Um, for instance, we got some through Instagram, mostly from people that we you've heard a lot about. Uh, we shouted him out every week and we said, you might be tired. We're not ever tired of talking about Jack Swimer, but he's like, <laughs> he said um, that like sincerely good news. Jeez. Uh, yeah. It's talking about my other podcast. Again. Yeah. Don't do that. S- small town radio is, <laughs> is uh, like what he, what makes Mondays enjoyable. That's like what he looks forward to oh. the most. It's the saving grace of the week, which that's know, what I love to hear. Yeah. Jack. Thank you so much. Um, and then, we also, well, do you want to do, we had someone else on Twitter who didn't know us at all. Yeah. Reach this, out to us. This, this is a short one, but I'll, I'll shout him out. Um, yeah. This guy hit me up. Uh, so on, on Twitter, on my personal account, I, on Maxima Valent, I follow pretty much a, everyone who's a comedian, podcaster, writer, all these things. If they have in their bio, I follow them. This guy, I think, did the same, and he followed me. This is uh, from Michael Burns at Big House Comedy One. He he messaged me and said, where can I find your podcast? I want to see what you're cooking with. And I sent him the link, and he said, I'm always interested in finding funny people and promoting the little people. I was like, that's, that's great. So he listened to the episode, and he said, I love it. Perfect amount of slapstick and improv. You could have the joke of the day be something from the internet and credit the comic who originally posted. Just an idea. But great show. Listen to on my drive. You're killing it. Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Thank you so much, Michael Burns. Really appreciate yeah. the the feedback. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. It's always nice. It's always nice when you start getting people that you don't know because it means you're like getting into the next tier of people and it can spread further and further that way. Um, we also, so uh, this is a story I want to tell you and I said I want to share it on the podcast. We can get your reaction. Uh, but I started a job. Hold for applause. Hey. It's been great. I'm working at Production Junction. It's like a great small team of video uh, rent equipment rentals. And uh, but I was listening, and I'm still I'm definitely very much the new guy there. Um, but it was I was working on like lenses or something. And um, Hafiza, who I work with, um, was listening at her desk um, and just laughing to something. And so the first time I didn't, I like, I didn't react to it, but then she kept on laughing more and more. And so I was like, all right, what, what are you listening to? And she just goes, oh, I'm listening to small town radio. Ooh, and I was like, whoa. I was like, she came up to me afterwards. Like, Hey, those were genuine laughs. Like I wasn't just like doing that. I was like, yeah, like, of course I wasn't. Uh, I didn't think I'm not yeah, insecure enough uh, to think you're faking it. <laughs> no, it's just like, I also didn't, I wouldn't have assumed someone was listening to the podcast um, yeah, but it's our, one of the owners had asked her to check out some of the work that I did because mm-hmm. it's a very creative and collaborative place, but I just was like, it was so warm to know that she was just listening and genuinely having these like belly laughs about what we were talking about. Um, that's so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, Hafiza. And she also sent us, um, a suggestion. Don't spoil it. Th- that we're not doing this episode, but we'll get around to it. And listener suggestions are really helpful because instead of us having to 
go through the process of like finding a place and then researching it and like seeing if they have all the facts. Uh, if people just send us things, it just boils down the process better and it gets you and, involved. So. And they do have to, just a quick note, the suggestions, there has to be enough material online to do an episode or at least throw it in a lightning round yeah. later because there needs to be something there. There's a lot of small towns out there that are literally just like, it was established this year. That's it. And uh, if you're wondering what that reference is to, it's North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, North Dakota. We listened to episode two, was it? I think oh, I yeah. tried to, yeah, I yeah. tried really hard. Um, yeah, so do we have, is, is that it, the three listener mail? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, as we were recording this, as we were going over the story, though, um, Alex, who we mentioned before, friends who don't listen, he, <laughs> he, he texted our group chat and asked, is it small town canon that the C word is city? Because I loved that. So he is listening. Oh. <laughs> he is not uh, a friend who doesn't listen. Yes. So we're going to bring in the next word is. <laughs> and I'm going to bleep that one for dramatic effect. Um, yeah. So I think, what was it? Shout outs. We did any other shout outs this oh, week? Goodness. Uh, oh, yeah, I think it's Derek Moore. Uh, Amelia Graves. Afiza. Um, we got uh, we posted photos this week from Truckee, which we last got, week last week, which we got from Jack Swimer and this week it's Amber well, Shotkey. This past week was Virginia City, which haven't gone out, but we read that listener mail last week and we right. said we're listening this week. So that's you're all keeping track of that, right? You you have it on your calendar what stuff's going out for us, I I'm sure. Uh if we forgot to shout you out. I feel so bad, but we should be shouting out everyone because we're a little excessive with that. <laughs> yeah, today was a long. We'll figure it out, but we appreciate it up top. Uh, yeah, this this just goes to show that we've been g- getting great engagement from you guys, and it's so much fun and awesome. And thank you so much for working with us and sending in suggestions and photos and reviews. All this stuff is it's, it's the best. And um, now your job is to tell all of your friends to listen. Yep. And if you don't. Well, no. Why do you think I sent everyone free stickers? <laughs> <laughs> now we know who shouts us back out. No, well, I, I finally figured out. You remember Christmas, uh, Florida? Yeah. That's what that that place is for. The, 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 the museum that's locked mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. It's for us to go there and find out who's not doing their due diligence. And we check our list twice. Ooh, we yeah. find out who's listening and... Who's nice. I would love to break in. I've always <laughs> wanted to do a break in. And what's crazy is, okay, two notes. One, I've never felt as powerful in my life as I did the first time I used bolt cutters to bust a lock. During my security job, we had lockers that would like break. The locks on them were cheap. And so you get these bolt cutters to cut them off. Great. Excellent. I would highly recommend using bolt cutters for something. And that's what most of my break in fantasy is tied to using bolt cutters Two, I literally had a dream last night that me and my mom went to AOC's. She had like, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that my mom was like a super fan of her and she had like a house in a small town in Colorado and my mom made me go to her house so we could say hi to her. But then we got there and she wasn't there. So we broke into her house (laughs) and she, my mom was like, go look around, go see what's in here. And like my mom's in the kitchen and I'm like, okay, like I, this is like wrong. We shouldn't do this. I'm looking around my mom. My mom starts making a grilled cheese in her kitchen and then I'm upstairs and then AOC comes home and my mom runs upstairs and we hide in a closet together. (laughs) 
And then we hear her eating the grilled cheese downstairs. And then she comes up and busts us and is like, you people are in my house. And we're like, we're so sorry. Like, and she was like, it's okay. I have fans do this all the time. And I was like, what are you? What? What? And then she explained that she, she explained that she has no personal decorations or posters or anything because fans break into her house and she doesn't want them to know anything about her. I was like, this is the craziest dream ever. That's so (laughs) detailed and specific. I have wild dreams. And that one was just like, oh my goodness. Very podcast. I was going to, I was about to tweet about it as I was taking the elevator up to your place to record, but then I ran out of time to do a good enough tweet. So I just decided to share it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all that said, do we, are we getting into it? Holy crap. Getting into it on Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. Uh, I am first, right? Well, it's a it's a lightning round, lightning yeah, sound, special lightning, lightning sound. round episode. Um, I so we with Super Bowl Sunday coming up, uh, which we know um, San Francisco won. Fingers crossed. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Not fingers crossed. I know it's we're already a week past the Super Bowl. We know San Francisco won. By 70 points. Wow. Yikes. What An happened? Abs- absolute shutout. Too. It was 70, 70 to zero. Yeah. Because, well, it was really seven nothing, but everyone got like bored of the game. Kind of like, you know, well, no one gets bored when the Patriots win. That's for sure. Um, oh, no. Everyone, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, you're the only little group of people in the country that think that. When, we, when it's a Patriots Super Bowl, everyone else is like, Okay, whatever team is going to play them, we're fans of that team now. Also, if it's a Patriots Super Bowl in the first place, I think less people watch the Super Bowl. I think more people might have watched it this year if it was Jimmy Garoppolo versus Tom Brady. I don't know that much about football, but I do know Tom Brady is the Patriots, and fuck Tom Brady. Tom, Jimmy Garoppolo was Tom Brady's backup oh. for a few years. What team is he playing on now? San Francisco. Oh. Yeah, that's why. That would have been Well, that was. Cool. Y- you're right. It would have been, and it was because it was eventually the Patriots stormed the field and said, no, this is our game to play. And that's why they gave San Francisco those extra that extra zero. Yeah. So they multiplied their score by 10. They're like, Patriots, see what you can do now. And they're like, oh, and then they left. And so that was actually incredible when they were it was the Chiefs and the the 49ers on the field and the Patriots stormed the field in full gear and there was a three-way football battle royale and on Bill, the field. Bill Belichick field. coming in on that horse? Wow. Oh, I mean, it's gross that he did that, <laughs> but <laughs> what did that poor horse do to him? <laughs> uh, well, well, with all that said, so we it's a lightning round. Lightning strikes twice Uh, third time on for this podcast but uh i've come up going first i've come up with a fun game so we've we've divided um we've divided which states we're doing yeah i'm doing california because i'd rather san francisco win Mm -hmm. um and i claimed first and you're doing missouri yep which i thought Kansas City was in Kansas. It's in both. Yeah. I, but the, yeah. the Chiefs are from Kansas City, Missouri. That's what I... Yeah. Even though it's like... I'm Honestly, the, the cities that are on state lines, I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just a hassle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we're also going to need to find a place for our ad break, uh, which might be brought to you by Changing Batteries. So, we'll, we'll figure that out. For our ad break, you mean our halftime show? Oh, we have a special guest singer. Me. <laughs> what are you going to sing? Happy birthday. <laughs> um, okay. So I have 
uh, my three towns, and they're fairly quick. Um, but the game that I've decided for us to play is let's up let's make up football team names for these towns. Oh, that's so good! <laughs> well done, Connor. Thank you, thank you. This is what happens when you're you're up early after a week of work and you, you just get started right away. So. I'm going to be honest. I looked at your notes briefly and I saw that at the top and I was like, fuck, I wish I didn't spoil the surprise, but I interpreted it wrong. I thought you meant we should name a team for the podcast. Oh no, no. Each place. Cause I found, um, I full disclosure. I did not think about team names before, so I'm not coming in with canned okay. bits. We're coming up with this stuff. Cause if this podcast has a football team, it's definitely the goblins. Yeah. Hampstead goblins, the Hampstead goblins. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we're making up football team names for these uh, three places in California. Uh, and we're going to do Missouri, too. Let's do all of sure, them. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. We're, so I've picked these. T- all right. First one, Death Valley Junction. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so Sounds uh, like a desert hellhole that I would absolutely love. So um, it is. It's a tiny, uh, a tiny Moab desert, unincorporated community. Mojave, Mojave. Yeah, I can't say. I I did pronounce this for the towns' names, but not the Mojave Desert. You're right. In um in California, it's just east of Death Valley National Park, which is just south of Central California, close to Nevada. Mm-hmm. So, Mojave Desert. Thank you. Um. So, uh, this is we might have talked about this a little bit before, but um, this is a newer town or like designation of a place and on. Un- unincorporated community. Mm-hmm. So in law, an unincorporated area is a region of land that is not governed by a local municipal uh, corporation. Similarly, an unincorporated community is a settlement that is not governed by its own local municipal corporation, but rather is administrator as administrated as a part of a larger administrative division, such as a township, parish, borough, country, city, uh, county, county, ca- it says Canton on these notes. Interesting. Uh, state, province, or country. So it's... It's it's some, not even a CDP. It's not even that. And so some of the some of these places were like towns that were incorporated at one point mm-hmm. and then became unincorporated. But there are also places where they're just not. And I couldn't figure out for Death Valley Junction if it ever was incorporated. But... Um, it was also really tough to find what the actual population is for this community. Yeah. And what I saw on Wikipedia is less than four. Wow. Okay. So I don't know (laughs) how they get that. So it's three or two or one, but not four. It's less than, it's not less than or equal to. So, um, if anyone actually drives through this town with a camper, then the residents of the town have to run away <laughs> so they can be less than four all be. times. This is a continual effort. Yeah. So, well, so what I learned about Death Valley Junction was it was just that. Like when it came about, it's because two railroads crossings mm-hmm. it was like had a junction there. Yeah. And it was a like a, a tent city, a tent town for a while. We're not going to use the C word here. A tent yeah. town. So people like set up tents and like, uh, like, like had tent saloons, tent houses, all of that stuff. And it became a big mining area for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, then eventually like the, between the 1910s and 1950s, some of the mining left, some of the railroads stopped running. And this place that had like some settlements, um, some permanent structures that may have been incorporated at one point. I don't, I couldn't figure that out. Um, but they eventually just were left with, um, just this, what once was a community 
right near Death Valley. Um, but here's here's the other thing. This is the real fact um, to hold on to. Now, as you're thinking about names, because you might be thinking, oh, Death Valley, you know, let's let's do something with about deserts, whatever. But in 1967, this is the fact for the lightning round. Here we go. A new, uh, a new culture came to Death Valley Junction. That was the year that a New York ballet dancer, mime, and artist had a flat tire in Death Valley. She stayed in that area ever since. Marta Beckett opened a theater of dance in the nearby abandoned hamlet inside what was once the uh, sprawling uh, Amaragoza Hotel. Yeah, I got that right. Then it it was in sad shape. Uh, She was tired of the stressful life in New York City and embraced the wide open spaces in in which the tiny speck of Death Valley Junction sits. She was still dancing from 1967 until she passed away in January of 2017. So you're telling me this is the story of a quitter. (laughs) (laughs) Quitter to the city, which, you know, we have to respect as as people on this podcast for our persona, our, our person on this but uh yeah she quit on the city but not on her dreams of dancing she was a ballet dancer a mime and just an artist who got to death valley junction was like you know what i'm gonna be the the show did anyone follow her there's less than four people that means three people were her audience potentially well i think my understanding of unincorporated communities is they're also like they could be if there's a big area that's unincorporated or like oh a, true there's a lot of people around it it's like a said it's like a cultural hub yeah and I think over time like people like there are less than four permanent residents but people can come in right now. okay so uh, yeah so I don't know how successful she was but I imagine if you're there for what is it 40, 50 years uh, dancing doing your thing you're you're getting by. Also, you, but you could move there and convince everyone outside that place that you're the best dancer in the area without actually having to dance for decades because there's no one there to call you on it. Good point. I don't, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be disrespecting no, this person. This is actually a cool thing. That's, uh, pursue your dreams. Yeah, but with all that information coming together in a Death Valley Junction, uh, unincorporated community, ballet dancer, what what names do we have? Hmm. So I like the idea of combining railroad and ballet. Uh, so what do we... The inter- Death Valley Junction Diamond Railroads. I don't know. The Diamonds... The... Railroad Ballet. The Death Valley Junction Railroad Ballet. Ballerina? Baller- <laughs> the... Railroading Ballerinas. We railroad mm. our competition. The... The Death Valley Junction musical train. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Death Valley Junction musical trains. That's like you're in the huddle. What is it? You go uh, ready. What is it? You count down. I don't. I didn't do football. You count down. You count up. Three, two, one. Uh, Death, Va- Death, Death Valley, Valley musical, musical trains. trains. Death- <laughs> What are we musical? No, what are we trains? What are we musical? <laughs> the uh, uh, also the 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 junction like it could be like the junctioneers or something. I don't know. Yeah, the juncturinas. I like I like musical trains. Musical a whole trains. Lot. Yeah. Okay. Death Valley musical trains. Death Valley Junction. 
It's not Death Valley. It's the community that's yeah. kind of inside Death Valley. Death Valley Junction musical trains. What wow. a team. What a team. What a team. All right. That's my first one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, across the many states away, we have Missouri. Missouri was interesting because when I looked up, I found I found some really good stuff on on the off the top of just looking around. My problem was mm-hmm. there are only two. It appears there are only two types of mis- municipality that I could find in Missouri. There are villages and there are cities. That's interesting. I was coming across stuff about villages too, which is in yeah. So there's a lot of villages in Missouri, but I also looked up coolest small towns in Missouri, and a lot of them had populations under two thousand, but were technically cities. I'm so sorry. I keep using that word. I understand mm-hmm. you might want to cover. We're not your in Europe, Maxim. you might want to cover your children's ears all right like i don't want to say city too much on the podcast but it's hard not to say city sometimes (laughs) it's really getting away from me anyway so i tried to do some villages this one is called tightwad missouri (laughs) (laughs) did you do you have a theme to your stuff was it like funny names because i wanted to do funny names for a while but I will say that I got some um, I got some fun facts. These are some mm-hmm. good ones. So, Tywad, Missouri, location, Western Missouri, population, 69. Oh. <laughs> uh, population 69. All right, and the fact I have about this place is where it got its name name from. Tightwad is a rather unusual name, isn't it? Yeah. So the town was originally named Edgewood until a store owner charged a postman 50 cents more for a watermelon or rooster, depending on who you ask. <laughs> and the postman called the store owner Tightwad and the name stuck. Because I really thought it was a, an insult from a, a previous time. I mean, that's the way it feels. Yeah. So they just wait. So. Let me get this right. So this exchange happens. This guy's upset. So he calls the owner a tightwad and everyone just goes, does everyone start calling him tightwad? And then they're like, well, this store is bigger than the town. Or they're just like, yeah, that's a great name. Why don't we change it? I It was funny because I couldn't find any more information. All I found was this little fable mm-hmm. in a couple different versions. One of them was the postman bought a watermelon um, from the store owner and then he had to go, he didn't want to carry it around all day. So he was like, hey, I'll come get this watermelon after work. And he was like, yeah, no problem. And then another customer came by and was like, I want that watermelon. He's like, well, it's 50 cents more than price. And the dude bought the watermelon. Then the postman came back and the watermelon was gone. He's like, what the hell? He's like, well, someone bought it for more money. And he was like, you're a tightwad. That's the other version. Hmm. In when, both versions. was it? I think it was like, like 1900 sometimes. Um, both those versions, you can interchange a chicken or a rooster I for the get, watermelon. I feel like if a watermelon goes for a higher price, that's fair. But oh, a rooster, I feel like you got you get more good for a rooster. Well, I guess maybe more for a hen. But I get nothing from a rooster. That okay? I get woken up by a rooster. How do you know your friends vegan? Don't worry, they tell you. <laughs> Don't worry, they imply it. <sighs> yeah. So. Um, there's a lot of names for a football team from this town we could come up with. Tightwad. Tightwad tidy whities The tightwad tidy whities Because, I mean, my, my, my thing is like the tightwad assholes. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> that's the football team. The tidy whities 
The tight wad watermelons. The tight wad tidy melons. The tight wad tidy whitey wearing watermelons. The watermelon underwear. The 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 tight wad uh, cocks. <laughs> I'm sorry. The rest of the rest of my towns aren't dirty like this one. This one's just special. The tight wad seedless cocks. because the watermelons can be seedless i was trying to combine the two that is good um the tight wad uh let's see i the tight wad male men but you spell male like the the gender (laughs) the tight wad melon men we got big melons. How about you? Jeez, <laughs> um, what do we settle on here? I kind of like seedless cocks. <laughs> that one got the biggest laugh. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Tight wad seedless cocks. All right, I'm running these down so you don't forget. This will be used in social media promotion <laughs> later. Keep your eyes open, folks. The tight wad seedless cocks. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, that's great. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, okay, town two. We're going back to California, folks. And uh, you know, remember they won big at that Super Bowl, seventy to nothing. Yeah, I against the Patriots it. and the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, and separately. The, I can't believe the Patriots scored literally nothing. Well, even okay. though they were working okay. with another team, they on the scored, field. but the the officials were like, "Hey, you're not supposed to be here, so it doesn't count." And Can you like, believe that human pyramid they threw together <laughs> as a defense? That was incredible. They're trying to block a field goal, and they thought, "What's a better way than pushing really hard, getting really high?" I don't think you can't. It's a rule. Like you can't touch. You can't go. There's some rules about not hitting at someone else's back. Oh. You have a look, max amount of look on his face. Like, why don't they do that? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Why don't you do a human pyramid to block a punt? Like I, I, it's like a Gleason block, but no one has to jump for it. I don't know what a Gleason block is. Oh, it was the guy who was the first person to block oh, a oh, punt oh. or a field goal. Sweet. Or no, it was a field That's goal. That's a good fact. And he like, I only know this because my stepdad is uh, a big Saints fan. Shout out to Ken. Um, yeah. And this dude, I forgot his first name, but this Gleason guy was on the Saints. Mm-hmm. And he told me about it. And this could be totally wrong. I'm not a football guy. But he he basically, they were doing a field goal kick and the dude ran up and just swatted it out of the air. And that's the Gleason block. Oh, that's cool. Well, okay. But you don't have to do that if you have a human pyramid is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. So back to to mine. I have a pronouncer written out. Nicasio, California. Ooh. I pronounced it correctly. Thank you. Pistachio, California. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... It's a census-designated place in Marin County in the San Francisco Bay Area. So uh, it's its own, like, smaller area within a larger city. I don't know how that potentially works, but because it seems like a lot of people from the Bay Area say they're from San Francisco, and Mm -hmm. I don't know where the real designation stops. Uh, But it's just about 30 miles from San Francisco Francisco on the other side of the Bay, so like on the northern part. Okay. the population in 2010, according to the United States Census, which is a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, it was reported that Nicasio Village, which is also a village, um, had a population of 96. That's the opposite of 69. Oh, we knew it. We didn't plan it before, but... My town brought you together. His town brings you apart. <laughs> well, so you might be... This might sound familiar to you, Um 
because there's something quite, quite famous there. Do you want to guess? Did you read it before? No. Okay. I didn't. Um, Nicasio? Nicasio? Nicasio. You want me to look it up? No, don't look. (laughs) Nicasio. Um... Is Nicasio, the only thing that comes to mind is pistachio, Picasso. Yeah, I'm making a face like you're close. You're not close at all. No, okay, um, yeah. okay. well, <laughs> um, it is the home of the Skywalker Ranch. Oh, okay. So that's why. That's um, where George Lucas lives. Yes, and um, so that's the fact about this place. It's a small village, CDP, um, but it's also extremely wealthy. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so I looked it up and I, the, what I could find was just fa- numbers from 2017, but the median property value in Nicasio, uh, California was $1.63 million wow. in 2017, which is 7.07 times larger than the national average of 229,700. So it's, it's, a it's got some, uh, wealthy, wealthy people. Yeah. That's crazy. Like that's that feels like is that more than uh, New York City? Well, I feel like New York City you have more. Uh, you you have a larger spread, but it's probably a higher high end and a lower low end. Well, True. not a lower low end, but like a. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know because. Excuse me. In order to like count it, do they count rent prices or do they count the actual cost? Because if you're going to buy a building, it's, it's, it's really expensive. I think it's property value. That makes sense. Like, so, yeah. I'm guessing property value in New York is very high. Yeah. But that's still one point... How much? Was it? 1.63 million in 2017. Wow. And we've had, it's been growing since then. Where would you buy a house if you had $1.6 million? I would probably buy like a, like a brownstone here and rent out different floors. I feel I like think- that would be a good... That's like the reasonable thing to That's do. That's like a guarantee return on investment. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So naming, naming, naming the, the Nicasio, uh, I really, I have the pronounce. You can see it now that I, all my facts are in Nicasio. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I'm saying it wrong, that's from the website that I looked it up. Oh, on. Okay. Nice. But we have the Skywalker ranch and we have wealth. So like Nicasio, I like I all I just want to jump to straight Star Wars stuff. Yeah, like that's the Nic- Nicasio Tauntauns, the Nicasio baby Stormtroopers, Yodas. the Nicasio Baby Yodas, Nicasio Storm Poopers. Ooh, Ooh call back that to one of Connor's jokes that none of you have ever heard unless you've seen him live uh, uh, two months ago. <laughs> Nic- um, uh, I don't Nicasio Land. I wasn't sure which one you're gonna. <laughs> that's funny i i didn't know which one you're gonna latch on to because star wars is really cool but also it's really wealthy and as we know you you're i don't know if authoritarian and also rich go hand in hand with you no i i have been told i have authority issues <laughs> yeah and <laughs> i've been, been also told by my very good chinese friend that i would be a good communist which is <laughs> quite the comp- compliment oh <laughs> uh, uh, okay you're going to say okay. something. Nicasio Sons. S-O-N-S. You're my son. N- Nicasio Missing Arms. The Nicasio no, Prostate. <laughs> no. The, uh, 
Who's who's your favorite Star Wars character? I feel like Yoda's got it. It's, it's like bias. I love Adam Driver, not necessarily as Kylo Ren. I love I Adam agree. Driver. Um, what did you watch The Mandalorian? Mm-mm. Oh, it's way better than all of the Star Wars movies that's come out, except for Rogue One, which, in my opinion, is the best Star Wars movie that's ever been made. It's the only one I feel any emotional engagement with, and I will die on this hill. Wait, which one? Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was it was very good, but it's it's not like part of the trilogy of trilogies. It's not it, part of where Lucas George Lucas was involved, which is good. I don't know. It's it's the yeah. it's the best Star Wars story. It's the best Star Wars movie, I think, in my opinion. I also love The Mandalorian. I highly recommend you watch it. Um, if you ever get, I I had an idea. Mm-hmm. So you have C three PO and R two D two. Why don't we just have like a bunch of random numbers and letters? <laughs> like what would be uh like Nicasio R three four six D four two one eight six three eight nine. I'm thinking like R two team two. R two you're not C three uh oh oh but in like C three P O but it's offense like. I don't know. I feel like there's so we're many circling around it. Yeah, the just like the rebels, the there like there are so many Star Wars names that you could do as like a team name. Strikes back. Oh, what's what about football references? Flags. Jar Jar. <laughs> the Nicasio Jar Jars. The Nicasio Binks. <laughs> uh, that one is actually kind of funny. The Nicasio B- Binks. <laughs> um. What, is it, what does he say? How does he speak? Like, I don't even want to say <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Uh, I don't know. Is that, is that where we're, we're ending up? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think we can do better. Wookiees? The, the Casio Wookiees. That one's that's, fun. That one's kind of cool. But like, Wookiees in street culture are dirty hippies that go to like fish shows and oh. stuff. So they're not, <laughs> definitely not wealthy. Um, Hmm. That's Republic. a tough one. I thought this was going to be the easiest one when I was going through. No, because you can pick so many good names. Yoda, um, Mace Windu, wow. Tuscan Raiders. I mean, literally, it's in the Bay Area. What about that sound? So what if it's just the sound that Chewbacca makes? <laughs> <laughs> the Nincasio. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we got it, folks. Oh, man. They have the best team chant by far. <laughs> See, I can't do that. So you're the only one who can do it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Rate my Chewbacca impression. Uh, Give us feedback on that. Nicasio Wookie sounds as I will refer to them. Okay. Um, we're halfway through. So instead of an ad break this time, we should probably do a battery break. You think so? Um, we're, at, we're at one of our three and we've been there since like 10 minutes in. Okay. One of our three, you know, battery things there. Okay, yeah, definitely swap the batteries. Well, this this um this break is brought to you by breaking batteries. He's it's like he's opening batteries. It's like breaking bad, but less exciting. He sells batteries, and there's no crime. And it ends after one episode. He's like, "Honey, I'm a battery salesman, and they'll give me good enough insurance to cover my cancer treatment." And she's like, "Amazing." <laughs> um. Okay. Be right back. Be right back. Okay, we're back from battery halftime. Yes, batteries changing out the. Ba- you remember that? Now I feel like I sound louder in my yeah, microphone. Why is it so That's much crazy. Oh, it got bumped. I you got did bumped. get bumped. 
Uh, do you remember that time at the Super Bowl halftime this year when the, all the battery powers went out? Yeah, that was it was wild. A, a three hour blackout. It was insane. It was like the Ravens 49ers Super Bowl, but just batteries. And who would think that a, a they came out and said this, I mean, shortly after the Super Bowl, but who would think everything at the Super Bowl was powered by double A batteries? I know. And the Patriots literally pulled them out of all their little plugs. All their little battery Okay. Cases. No, don't all right. It's not battery <laughs> gate here. Not battery gate. Okay. Um, I will say for our halftime show, a quick discussion. If you were on a football team, what position would you play? I feel like uh, I'd be a decent wide receiver, but I also think about that from like middle school days when mm-hmm. I was like a wide receiver because I was taller than everyone, but yeah. I'm not that tall compared to the average football player probably. But you're like 6'2". Yeah, I'm like taller. 6'2 and a half. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, you're definitely taller than me. I feel like those where my skills might be most useful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? I think, I mean... I think back in high school, I mean, I was like 6'1 back in high school, but I wasn't like built like I'm pretty skinny, mm-hmm. but I always like thought it'd be cool to tackle people just because I was a very aggressive kid. <laughs> but I think now if I had to assess, I'd be like, okay, I don't want a concussion and I want to keep all my body parts. I think I'd be a kicker. Uh, that's smart. But I also really enjoyed soccer. And okay. Like, I think being a kicker is a is a good long-term investment. But in your the thing is, is you're important, you still get paid well, you're an essential part of the team, but you're not out there getting ravaged by the sport. Yeah, I'd say kickers, punters, uh, kickers. Are they the same thing? No, punters, they're different positions. They don't have the same guy doing both? No. Weird. Yeah. Well, no, practice different things. I'd say there's they definitely both different kick skills. the ball. Yeah, okay. I guess Watch one, more football. Okay. One, one kicks the ball down the field. One kicks the ball into the goal. The goal? The field goal. Okay. I know what I know what's going on. All right. On. Get back to your towns. Get back to your towns. All right. All right. Okay. Next one on our list from Missouri is called Chillicothe, Missouri. And I'm really sorry, but this one is a <laughs> And you can bleep that out. I um. Well, I broke... You know, when the floodgates opened... It's just going to happen. That's what happened last week, folks. This is one of those ones where like, the fact was so good that I couldn't pass it up. Well, how, how, where is it and how big is the population? That's It's in western Missouri. Okay. Um, and the population is 9,515. Yeah, I, that's fine. That's about what uh, Astoria was. So Yeah, it's, it's a small, it's a really small city. And it was messed up. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of cities in, New, in Missouri that are like 1,500 people. 1,000 people. Like, really small, but they're still cities. And it's, it's like, ugh. Anyway, okay. Here we go. Here's my fact. On July 7th, 1928, the Chillicothe Baking Company began selling pre-sliced bread, quote, at quality grocers in the area, marking the first time sliced bread was available commercial, commercially in the world. Chillicothe is now known as the home of sliced bread. See, I, that's really cool. But a part of me goes, same with Derry, New Hampshire, with the first uh, potato planted in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, this, eh. this one is the first time it was available commercially. So people have been slicing bread, but they were doing it themselves. You buy a whole bread and you slice it. When was this? 1928. <sighs> I... I want to 
I want to believe their story. So let's, I'm going to go with it. Okay. I'm also going to say that this is one year before the stock market crashed. So I'm guessing those two are related. <laughs> they start selling. No one breaks up the bread. <laughs> he cut the bread. Now the whole world's going to hell. <laughs> the interwar years were marked by a crippling depression and sliced bread. Hey. Uh, okay. Well, so that's my fact about uh, Chillicothe, Missouri. And so bread, sliced bread. What do you think at home? Uh, I don't know about that one. That was kind of weak. Kind of weak. All right. I'm not going to do that again. Okay. Um, the Chillicothe bakers. Chillicothe <laughs> slicers. Nothing. Uh, um, the Chillicothe greatest thing since. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I think literally just the team being sliced bread so that people wait that when they say that expression, it's like the greatest things in sliced bread, but it only works if they're a great, great team. It's like, yeah, remember how great sliced bread was as a football <laughs> team, but if they're a really bad team, it's like, oh, it's the greatest things in sliced bread, which means like, oh yeah, it's just another thing. It's like, whatever. It's better than trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think like, uh, the Chillicothe tweeners, like what you put between the bread, but it's also a team of just tweens. What? A tweener? A tweener. Between. Like you put, you put, uh, like tweens. I'm thinking tweens. What are you, what are you looking at? Like tweener. A, bread. No, no. Like it's like you put meat between the stuff in between sliced bread. Oh. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I, I get you. I get what you're saying now. Greatest thing since, uh, sliced bread. Knives out. I don't. Uh, wow, way more credit goes to those teams. Well, they they chose. They had the easy ones. Like the They're dumb. They don't teams. have to relate yeah. to anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the the Chillicothe bakers, the Chillicothe sliced breads, ye- yeast, something yeast risers. Ooh. Um. The Chillicothe yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, is there a bread football pun out there? What what type of bread would one eat? Not wings. I'm trying to pizza dough. People will eat pizza. Loaf. I'm thinking of loafs. Loafers. Hey, let's go out back. Throw the old loaf around. And it's, I like that. The Chillicothe loafers. Loafers. <laughs> what isn't that? What, I know that's a shoe, but isn't that something else? Like if you're loafing it. Loaf. I think you like if you're a like a loaf verb is like uh let's see i think it's like isn't it like taking it easy like you're not trying that hard oh as a verb uh past tense loafed um idle one's time away typically by aimlessly wandering or loitering that's (laughs) not a good strategy for a football team but it's different it's unique yeah, I mean, it could be the Chillicothe loafers. And then when people say it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, it's like, oh, it's the greatest thing since a football team who did nothing. <laughs> then then that expression becomes an insult. Like, yeah, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they're like, rude. <laughs> uh, bread. What is that? They're bread. Dough. Slice. Knives. Phrases. This is also just where I Googled this because I Googled loaf yeah. verb. Definition noun, loaf of bread, obviously. Phrases. Half a loaf is better than none. <laughs> the 
And that's what that's what the team tells their coach. That's the loafers tell their coach <laughs> when they're just wandering around. They're like, hey, half loaf is better than none. At least you have a team on the field. Was it? I was thinking, uh, oh, shoot, did it go away? Um, the Chillicothe Baker's Dozen. Oh, uh, is there how many? Is that's there 13 slices? How many people uh, are on the football field? 11. Oh, uh, Baker's Dozen minus two. Uh, it could just be the Chillicothe football. Uh, damn it. Uh, Baker's. What's a group of 10 called? 10? Oh, whatever. Baker's group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen? Yeah. I kind of do too. Yeah. <laughs> Chillicothe Baker's dozen. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Write that one. We down. made it, folks. Uh, we I did it. Chill. Okay. And yeah, they, I'm so, guessing like you, you go to their stadium and like the only food they have available is like bread and like <laughs> bread and butter and just like everyone's in the bleachers just falling asleep. <laughs> but also their fans drink a lot more because their stomachs are so absorbative. All the, uh, what is it? Wheat, the wheats, the hops, hops and beer, <laughs> man, hops and beer. They only have wheat beers there. Just imagine if someone actually mispronounced and within man hops and beer i love it i like i think that's funny okay (laughs) all right okay (laughs) off to california you know the last last of the california crew here and we gotta we gotta we got a name for you Mm -hmm. right (sighs) spelt this town three is spelt z z y z z z y z x Whoa, Zizix? Zizix. Zizix. Zizix? It's like an I. Wow. Zizix, California. Holy shit. What a name. Yes. So it's in Southeast California. It is also an unincorporated community mm-hmm. in San Bernardino County um, within the boundaries of the Mo- Moave? Moave? Mojave. Mojave National Preserve. Okay. Thank you for my for helping me go through. That's one of the, okay. Population, one permanent resident. Oh my goodness. You definitely won the small town award. Thank this you. Episode. Thank you. I wasn't going for it, but you know, I was going for MVP of the Super Bowl when I showed up and so far restored the batteries. So you wait, you're my population count is 196. 96. Wow. I have 101 over three towns. 100. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. How many well, people? Less than less than a hundred and one on the 49ers. How many people are on a football team? Fifty two? Fifty-four man roster? Is I don't there? I don't know. You you almost have between all of your towns, you basically almost almost have two full football teams. Oh, I have less than two football teams. Oh yeah, you do. I yeah. Not more than three. Okay. So Zizix, you're you're wondering what what? What? Uh, so we understand what an unincorporated community is now. Um, and so in Zizix, you won't find any shops or restaurants or even houses, but you will find the Desert Studies Center, a research station operated by a consortium, consorti- consortium, good reading today, Connor, of seven California State University campuses. Rob Fulton uh, manages the center. He's also the town's only permanent resident. So the town exists to be a hub for university buildings. Yeah, well, it's it's a uh, it's an unincorporated community, which right, means okay. 
like it's a, it's a designation within a place that has right, a larger yeah. designation, such as uh, a national preserve. So, I, but it used to be it used to be more. And so I listened to uh, a lovely QED uh, KQED. Just mixing up the mic with the uh, with the radio station KQED. Uh, they had a beautiful audio story that talks about uh, Zizek's and so Springer. Uh, it was this the guy who named it is Dr. Curtis Springer, uh, a radio preacher who always insisted on having the last word. So he decided Ugh. to make a town that would be the last word in a dictionary. Oh, that's clever. It is clever. Um, yeah, yeah. But also like, kind of like, that's a, <laughs> that's an rude. alpha move. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very insecure move. So in, in 1944, he established uh, the Zizek's uh, well, he had a spring. Like he, he, he put claims on this area for mining purposes in the National Reserve, which he got through the, the government. And in 1944, he established the Zizek's Mineral Springs uh, and Health Spa. And he tried to get people in that way. And that's what it was for a while until the government reclaimed the land. Um, you, I, it's, uh, he also like brought in animals from around the area and like tried to make it a, a destination. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Uh, yeah, just the government was like, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. We're taking the land back. And then it became later on the place where seven California universities sent, um, sent, sent people to study in the desert. Nice. So, okay. Zizix. That is Zizix, the last small town in the dictionary. Or that's town. it. That's our podcast, folks. That's <laughs> the whole thing. We did no it. More. Um, Wow. So Zyz- the football team would be like the Zizek's book nerds. <laughs> the Zizek's nerds. The Zizek's last words. The Zizek's uh, any last words. <laughs> the Zizek's last words is the best. That's like We're, on we point. made it. Yeah. We got there quickly. Oh, we did it, folks. <sighs> and their their football team goes in the field and then they like their whole thing is even if they're losing, they have to be with the one with the ball at the end. At last, <laughs> any last words? Yeah, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> we lost to the loafers. Can you believe it? Uh, those bakers doesn't loafing around out there. <laughs> Goodness. All right. All right. California, we salute you, uh, and great job in that Super Bowl winning 70 to nothing yep. versus the Patriots, and I guess the Chiefs were there too. <laughs> Why? Wow. Yeah, I, I cannot believe how big the human pyramid was when the Chiefs and the <laughs> Patriots got together <laughs> like, with 108 people. It felt like a unity pyramid for a while, and then you, then it got a little violent. There's some scrums. Yeah. But luckily- I mean, Tom Brady at the top of that thing, though- I mean, incredible. He fell really <laughs> far. Is that a metaphor for his, his playing skills a little bit? No, his spine is broken. Did <laughs> you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to bring us in with a rather... This one is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. This is a little cerebral. Um, so the name of this last town is Plato, Missouri, which is not a C word. It's a village. Nice. Wait, Plato, as in Play-Doh or Plato? Plato. Okay. P-L-A-T-O. 
All right. I'm going to, as you're doing that, I'm looking up what some of the, the, the things Plato said. Okay. So location, Southern Missouri. Population, 109. Oh. So two football teams and one person to sell them both And Bill protein. Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So you're going to want to pay attention for this bit. Okay. This is, this is weird. Okay. So in March, 2011, Plato was declared the 2010 mean center of United States population based on 2010 census data. Mean as in the average. Yeah. It's the most average. Not in the way you're thinking. Okay. This is weird. Okay. So I read the article. I've never heard of this. And I read the article on Wikipedia about it, of course. Um, So the concept of the center of population as used by the United States Census is that of a balance point. The center of population is the point at which an imaginary, weightless, rigid, and flat surface representation of the 50 states and the District of Columbia would balance if weights of identical size were placed on it so that each weight represented the location of one person. So you're saying... If you were to put a scale there and then put all the people on one side of Plato on the scale and all the people on the other side, it'd be 50% of people live on one side and 50% of people live on not, the other. Not even. So if, if like, let's say you had a, you had a cutout of the United States, Alaska mm-hmm. and Hawaii, and it was a, it was perfectly yeah. flat. It all weighed the same amount. And then you, for each person, in that United States, you put a little person on them. Oh. If you found a point which it balanced underneath, if you had like a, a little like needle or like a cone, you're setting the map yeah. on it. That's the mean center of the United States. It's a weird, it's not like this is an average place. It's like, this is where the country would balance. If each who, person weighed something who got paid to figure that out. I don't know, but divert some of that money to me. They've been calculating it since like the thirties or something. That's that's, and they track it every year and it's been moving at first like it it just kind of went straight west mm-hmm. and then now for the last 30 or 40 years it's been slowly moving across Missouri as more people move out west so it's this weird i'm like i read this and i was like who the hell thought of this? why do we need I to know this yeah. in case i feel like these are some that's some flat earth math right there Oh my God. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> like if there is no space and we need to stay calm. Wait, I don't know. I was, I was building up to something. And we need to stay calm. Okay. I tried, yeah. tried to, didn't work out. <sighs> what would their football team be called? Meanie weenies. Play-Doh meanie weenies. Wow. Coming in with a crusher right there. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Let's find some famous Plato quotes for us. He who is not a good servant will not be a good master. Okay. Uh, that was the first one I saw. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. Either way, you're speaking. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a good one for convenience. There are two things a person should never be angry at. What they cannot help and what they cannot. That. What they can help and what they cannot. Uh, science is nothing but perception. Plato. That's a very flat Earth quote. If yeah. I've ever heard one. <laughs> uh, meanie weenies. Uh, you got. Um, I just think meanies. The meanies or Plato. Plato is Plato. 
No. I think I think the I think the meanies. I like the meanies <laughs> a lot. What does their mascot look like? It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, oh geez, I either want to go with like a really red faced like bully looking kid, or literally just like a scale. <laughs> a scale with a frowny face on it, or, like <laughs> angry eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Play it okay. So we have our six teams. I didn't. I didn't think about this. And on Instagram, of course, we're going to send this out to a poll because oh, that's what we do. We're going to have a full playoff brackets. We have. We should have a bracket. How do we set that up? Because we have three, and then top two move on and face each other. Yeah. And then for each side, so we have the California versus Missouri. Well, we have, we have six bracket. teams, so we can do two v two v two, and then have a three way at the end. So three it's way. like a wild card. Wild card, yeah. And then a three way at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the Super Bowl, of course, it all makes sense now because this Super Bowl, when San Francisco and seventy nothing had three teams, of course our Super Bowl is going to have three teams. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Oh yeah, we've been talking about this whole time. Yeah. Okay, so we have uh, to recap our team names. We have the Death Valley Junction Musical Trains. <laughs> we have the Tight Wad Seedless Cox. <laughs> They're gonna win. <laughs> the Nicasio Wookie. The Nica- Nicasio. <laughs> uh, Chilli- so we have the Chillicothe Baker's Dozen, the Zizek Last Words, and Plato Meanies. <laughs> I feel like you can a- only vote on this if you listen to the episode. Yeah, get out of here, bots. Yeah. Um, I. <sighs> I feel like there's a clear for people with our sense of humor. There's a clear, yeah, favorite. There's but clear, there's some dark horses in there. You never know. Plato meanies will only hit if you've listened to the episode because it's a really right. funny idea. Yeah. What about Plato flat Earth meanies? <laughs> okay, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We can. We'll figure it out. Flat Earth because we have like we have our mascots. We have the musical trains, which is clearly a musical train is a mascot. Tightwad seedless cocks. It's a a neutered male chicken. Uh, the costume rooster who screams because he doesn't have <laughs> the the Casio, uh and then it's just the mask of the Wookie. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Chillicothe Baker's dozen loafers, of course. Uh, Zizek's last words. What do they have? It's a dictionary. Dictionary legs, uh, and then the Plano's meanies, which is just a person who clearly believes in flat Earth theory. Yeah, their thing, they're like, they're like T-shirts show like America is like a flat plane, and there's a guy on the end who's like falling off. He's <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe we'll, do we start this on Monday or Tuesday of the week this comes out? Uh, we should probably start on like Wednesday. We should wait till we get like twenty listens. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Sweet. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that Super Bowl with that major power outage. The Patriots, who should have won. Oh, it's okay. We the all know. giant human pyramid. Yeah. I hope you like Tom Brady breaking his spine. Okay. <laughs> Back off. I'm still from the Boston greater area. <laughs> uh, and then um, the battery outage in the middle. What, a, what, a, what an eventful game that I was. Know. I know. I couldn't believe wish, it. I'm so glad I was able to watch it. I'm so glad we paid for that ad space, though. I know. What is it? A couple mil? A couple mil, yeah. You just expensed it, right? We're yeah. We're totally going to bring that <laughs> money back in. <laughs> um, Can you put a Super Bowl ad on a credit card and then just... <laughs> <laughs> Declare bankruptcy? Oh, power play. Uh, what, a, what a game, football. 
Um, yeah. So what? That's it, right? That's it. Yeah. You can follow me. Uh, you can follow the show at ST Radio Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us suggestions at smalltownradiopodcast at gmail.com. We will make sure to check our spam folder. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to ST Radio Pod on Instagram, you can find me, Maxim of Allen. Uh, sorry, Asparagus on Instagram and Maxim of Allen on Twitter. And uh, me, my name is Conrick Fiechen. Yeah. Coach K. Coach you K. Um, uh, you can find me on That's Instagram. That's your football position. <laughs> Coach. Coach. Duh. Um, it's K-A underscore F-I-A underscore chain. It's like the thing you wear around your neck. Uh, that's on Instagram. Also, you can check out my website. Uh, I do show photography. If other comedians are out there, uh, hit me up uh, through Instagram. Comedians, performance artists, whatever. Yeah, I do. I'm taking on... A lot. I do podcast consulting. I do podcast editing. I, I'm looking to um, give him so much work he cries. I almost did yesterday. So, uh, oh wow, okay, yeah. Um, take care of yourself. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> take care of your bodies, football players, your heads. Um. Uh. Yeah. Thanks. Is that? Yeah. You, think- oh, I say small. Because yeah, yeah. Did we do that now? No. Okay. I feel like it's a football chant. If we were at a football team, small. Town. Radio. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Um. Joke at the end. Oh, right. Um, are we doing turn. someone else? Oh, it is my turn. Oh, Anything. Geez. All right. I'll do this. This is fun wordplay for you all. Um, do you ever realize that you could, you can go abroad, you can be abroad, and you can be broad? So you can be abroad, broad, abroad? <laughs> do you ever, same like with a bear, like you can see a bear, you can be bear and you can't bear but can a bear 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 to take a broad 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 kills every time folks murder on oh the my mic. god okay it only works <laughs> see a joke like that works best when it's built around other wordplay and some yeah. people are on board with the idea cold open ah no um but that's a joke you be, for you all you can be bored with being on board oh <laughs> are you on board? on board are you on board to be bored being on board we have an onboarding process, and uh, that's, uh, I'm sure... Oh, I'm on board to be bored with onboarding. Uh, yeah, but I can't bear it, you know? <laughs> because I'm naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, well, thank you for listening. Um, love yeah. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>